Let's get into it. Guys, today I got Frankie and Leo with, uh, what's the channel name? It's uh, Race, <laughs> Rebuild, Repeat. That's Yeah, that's it, man. It doesn't... Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. I mean, it's it's a little bit longer, right? But the idea was to have something that was... Uh, Super brandable. Yeah, very brandable. Yes. And, it, you know, you can do R3, you can do R-cubed, and all those things were open, which is crazy to imagine because people have been racing, rebuilding, and repeating... Since there was cars. I do it all the time. <laughs> that's basically your life, right? A little bit more rebuilding than I'd like. Yeah, that's kind of how it started <laughs> Less racing. with us, too. It's like, oh, we'll just rebuild and then race. But, hey, you know, yeah, it's People like to see the rebuild almost more than the race a lot of the time, which is weird. Well, the rebuild is, what, 98% of it, and the race is 1% yeah. of it, and then yeah, getting ready sure. to race is the yeah. other 1%? Yeah, yeah. Well, the elephant in the room is Frankie needs to quit smoking. Yeah, that's true. I brought you here to have an intervention. I <laughs> saw so right, you smoke a cigarette the other day, and I was like, I'm going to call him out publicly. <laughs> Thank you. That's the elephant in the room. Yeah. Got that out of the way, thankfully. So, <laughs> you know, in my past life, there was uh, uh, someone that got us all addicted to vaping. <laughs> and so, like... <laughs> I had to stop that, and then whenever a vape comes out, I'm like, oh, let me just try that real quick. And then someone had those Zins, and I'm like, let me just try those real quick. And so I think Frank should get on the Zins. I don't want anything to do with those things. The Zins, the have you seen? Aren't the they just 100 nicotine? Yeah, they're which like is pure. weird because I thought the tobacco was the okay stuff. I, I didn't realize like the nicotine I thought was the weird chemical that you didn't want. Yeah, and the tobacco was like the leaf that grows naturally. Felt like just trying backwards. to squeeze that out of it. You I know? felt it was backwards. Like, <laughs> it didn't make much sense to me. It's but, like, man, I'm addicted to Monster. Let me just snort some caffeine. That's what a Zin is, basically. Yeah, well, just I think it. these, like... Whoa, oh, okay, hold on. Oh, the uh, grinds? Yeah. I love the grinds. Yeah, I'm pretty bad with these, like, multiple a day. Okay, <laughs> so have you done the, like, mocha-flavored, coffee-flavored ones? All of them. Dude, they're I'm pretty, pretty good. I'm pretty diehard on the uh, coffee chew dip. This could be you, Frank. Like, no, for me, it's the hand-to-mouth thing. Like, I don't know what it is. Actually, I, could do, I could use a freaking toothpick. I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, he got the fake cigarettes the other day at the gas station. <laughs> the candy ones? Like, candy I'm, ones? A, I'm totally fine just using those. In a past life, I sold many of those. <laughs> My grandpa had a, a candy store growing up, and he sold probably more fake candy cigarettes, both the chalk ones yeah. and the gum ones that you could puff. You know, you could hit one puff. Those were the, sweet. Yep. Yeah, yep. that felt really cool. Yeah, we had a... Uh, my family had a, a party store growing up, too. Same up deal. Up until, like, 11th grade or whatever, and that was always pretty cool. They were always there. And they even had prank ones, too, like fake cigarettes yeah. that yeah. looked like they were lit. They, yep. The ends aren't colored anymore on the on the candy ones. No. I think that's a scam. Yeah. Hmm. They also used to sell, like, the BB guns, and I would paint the tip. Reckless. You get like an orange tipped BB gun and then you paint it black. Yeah, no, I'm just out here gangbanging. I don't, don't know what do you're doing. That. You will get hurt. <laughs> I promise you, it was a bad idea. Super bad. Someone should have stopped me on that. But you guys are just off Sick Week. I don't know when this is going to come out, but I've talked about Sick Week many a times at this point in this podcast. But oh. we're going to do it again. And you okay. guys are going to listen. So you guys did it with the Cyclone. What were you, yeah. D-Class? D-Class in the Cyclone, 11.50 and up. And the dreaded D-Class. Dude, the D-Class, I mean, you might, you know, I don't know. I think it's kind of like the people's class, yeah. right? And there's a lot of people in it. But boy, do you wait to make a run. That was my only thing. Not yeah. complaining. It was just, it's okay. just the It's just the nature of the beast. Like, yeah. 
you know, I, I said the same thing. I was like, I'm not complaining about it. I understand it. It's mm -hmm. just it it is what it is. It's not the most opportune uh, location to be. You get the one day where you're early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In Gainesville, they throw you a bone a little bit or whatever it is. And right. But then after that, you're you're seeing people in A class leaving before you even pulled oh. into the lanes. Oh yeah. Oh dude, not even oh, yeah. close. Yeah, I was still eating breakfast when people were leaving. <laughs> yeah, we were pulling in and they were pulling out. We're like, eh. yeah. Yeah. But was... which was kind of nice because we got to go do some nightlife. So. Yeah, exactly. You can yeah <clears throat> enjoy your nights a little more in that's, D class. That's a bold move though too because I always worried that if I didn't get to the track early, I was gonna have a problem getting there. That's a good. You know point. what I mean? Like it was like bad juju type of thing to oh, be like, to ah, I'm good. I got time. Then you don't have time anymore. We had our yeah. friend Captain Morgan on our side. Yeah. He just Most had our backs all all the time. So the we're captain. good. So how was your experience overall? I think it was badass, Frank. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, come on, the Cyclone. What a what a better car to your truck to use than that thing. Yeah, we it, bur we burned a quart of oil. Yeah, that was the entire thing that happened the whole time is it burned a quart of oil, which, you know, 1,000 miles in a 4.3 Chevy Miller from 1991 makes sense. You didn't want to fake anything for content? Like, it blew up. Like anything like that? Like Just some... be in the corner with the thumbnail? Yeah, I mean, it looked like you brought a lot of tools. We brought we to add one quart of oil. I saw a cutoff wheel, like, oh, yeah. well, hey, got to be way prepared. more than needed. If you're prepared, <laughs> you don't need it. I don't know. That's how we came the game in the place. Any small, like any spare part though, at all, uh, or just tools. We had uh, a spare belt. Um, yeah, I had a serpentine belt. We had a, a fuel pump, so we took it to a place called Sport Machines uh, in Brooksville, which is north of Tampa, before mm -hmm. the event, and just got a ton of stuff done to the truck. And he gave us a bunch of spare parts as well. So they were concerned the fuel pump would go. They wanted to put a new one in it. I mm -hmm. said, dude. That seems like a lot. That's preventative maintenance, <laughs> a fuel pump. I don't know. Might need one now after what happened. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what yeah. year? What year is it too? So OEM fuel pump from when? I have no clue. No, they do. They do think it's a, a world barrel pump in it. Yeah. yeah. It does Probably sound like it. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's helpful at least. Maybe yeah. confidence inspiring to know somebody was in there, or opposite, know that somebody <laughs> was in there that. May not have been qualified. <laughs> that was literally the... So we took it to the place. The guy's a guru, right? He opens up the hood. This is screwed. That's messed up. <laughs> this isn't right. These plug wires suck. The gap on the plugs is probably wrong. This is leaking. That's hooked up wrong. I'm like, oh, That's routed in the wrong position. Don't, don't they know that's going to... Yeah, it's going to burn through here. Like, this is going to leak. Like, the guy was a How did you find a cyclone guy? I feel like that's... I mean, there's not many. To be a cyclone guy seems very niche. There's one. And his name's Tom. And he's in <laughs> And he's in Brooksville. <laughs> Brooksville, which ironically is like midway through the whole route almost. Yeah, you it, know, was, you're it was like, perfect for us. Yeah, Because even if you did break down on the route, he's still in, right in almost arms. near yeah. every part of yeah. the route, which is yeah. an interesting spot, Brooksville. Yeah. That's where George lives. Yeah, well, he used to live in New Jersey, which I thought interesting. The, the, the Max, Cyclone guy? Yeah, the, the Mass Exodus out of New Jersey. Yeah. And basically that whole area to Florida. And that's where, I mean, the car came from north, right? It's a little, it, yeah. it looked clean. It didn't seem like it had any rust or anything on it. Yeah, that's why no, I bought it. It's clean. No rust, no nothing, original paint. You were supposed to buy a CTSV wagon, but. I was. You bought a freaking Cyclone instead. Do Don't. you, are you confident with that decision? I think if this was, <laughs> what, maybe two years ago when you offered it to me for that price at that time. It's been offered smoke and deal. Though. Yeah, but not at that price. I think your price is going up because, you know, that's how it works. Inflation. CTSV wagons are not making more of them. Yeah, I just, you know, anytime anybody's annoying, 
about buying it, the price goes up. Oh, I w- so you're trying to not you? No, was annoying? I, okay. no, just Good. in general, it was on Facebook Marketplace for a little while. Yeah, and because of that, the price went up. Yeah, because I got messages so much about yeah. the price, it went up. So here's why. Here's <laughs> right, right? With that, totally fair. This is what happened. Cause I'm dumb and I wasn't thinking. I asked you, is it a six speed? Thinking manual, right? Mm-hmm. You said, yeah, it's a six speed automatic. That may have been my fault. Well, no, because I should have asked you, is it a manual? Yes, because they both are six speeds. Yeah, I just didn't think. And then this Auto whole is time, six speed as well. Yeah, this whole time I'm like, it's a manual, it's a manual. I don't yeah. want a manual. I don't want to deal drive a manual. I don't want a manual. I didn't want a manual either, and everybody calls me yeah. crazy for that. Why would you want a manual? It's a freaking, like, mini van. decent trans, yeah. Like, 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 why would you want a manual, like, big vehicle like that? Like, small sports car manual, big vehicle, auto. That's right. always my coping mechanism. Yeah, and I think, too, as the market grows, I mean, Frank, you've seen this, you know, these autos are getting better. Yes, they ECT's are. ECT's getting better. Like, mm-hmm. the whole thing's better. So, back to the Cyclone. Sure. It could have been a CTSV. Could have been. It should have been, honestly. But it the was Cyclone supposed cool. to be a Magnum. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably a better CTSV. I can tell you right now why the Magnum didn't make it. And this story is super <laughs> stupid. And it's sad and dumb. And it's something that people can learn from. Yeah. Okay. First of all, Timu. Don't order anything off Timu. Timu. Okay. Frank you know what is, Timu is? Goes without saying. Don't yeah. order it. Like, so Frank, I wasn't going to. So Frank's late night ordering off Timu because he got like 70,000% discounts on everything, right? Buys Underglow for the car. And this yeah. isn't me talking down to Frank, by the way, either. Okay. This is just the story from my perspective. He knows what he did. Right. He oh, knows what he did. So you put cutouts on the car. He's been under it before. He wired those beautifully. Everything's fine. We take it to Livernoy in Michigan to get worked on. They're mm-hmm. going to tune it, dyno tune it, do a trans tune, all this stuff. Frank, the night before, puts underglow on the car, right? Questionable. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that cool, but he liked it, and it was from Timu, and it was probably what? It was just going to be a flex. Now, I was going to surprise it with you. I mean, what what surprise would that be, really? I don't know. We look dumb. You were, anyway. Your mind would have been blown. <laughs> yes. Well, here's my the buddy with mind. the Miata runs Underglow. I don't know if you yeah. saw him at Sick Week. It I looks, mean, there was a lot of people there with Underglow. So it's maybe cool you're messing with because it's like because it's dorky. I was gonna say it's also cool because he goes like 780s. You are so talking that, the green one? Yeah. 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 That that yeah. helps with the cool factor. Yeah. 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 Fifteens and Underglow is not cool. It's tough look. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we get to Livernois. The Underglow is on. <laughs> It won't snowstorm down there. Yeah, snowstorm. So we're talking sleet, hail, ice, all the stuff. Did you drive the Magnum there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Salt okay. on the roads, everything. And uh, the Timu underglow fails. Okay. Oh, darn. Shocking. Coming. Right? The app doesn't work, whatever. They won't yeah. turn off. Frank the goes, <laughs> I'll just pull the fuse that I hooked it to because he just hooked it to a random fuse mm. in the fuse block. Right? Yep. Pulls the fuse. Pew. Didn't put the fuse back in. What was the fuse that it was wired to? Oh, man. That's a tough one. Was it, like, trans? Front control module, which on a Dodge controls everything in the trans. So during this time of tuning (laughs) and whatever else, the front control module has no power to it. And the guys at Livernoy have access to, like, uh, manufacturer-level flashing tools, and they're flashing and doing all these things, and it just disconnects the front control module to the trans and everything. Mm, So they couldn't even connect to it. It's gone. Well, he got like two runs in, and then it just like no, it, it, it progressively got worse. Yeah. Yeah, with this front control module disconnected, and then we plugged it back in, and now it just out of sync, and the 
with this is a series A to a series E. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but didn't work. Well, there's a saying, don't let anybody else ruin your day. Ruin it yourself. Oh, I did it. <laughs> and we didn't, we didn't realize until after the fact, but hey, you know. <laughs> what are you going to do, you know? So what's good about it, though, is that we were able to take the Cyclone and everyone loved it, so... I thought the Cyclone was extremely cool, and I'm surprised that you were like, I guess we'll have to take the Cyclone. I was like, that seemed like the cooler vehicle to take. <laughs> Not anything against the Magnum. It's just like, yeah. you know, if you gave anybody those two options, I feel like the Cyclone's kind of well, like We were a, looking for Cruiser. Yeah, comfort. Two-door S10. Two halfway big dudes. That's true. You shoulder to shoulder in the little. Yes. Yeah. Especially if you like, so you have to, and this, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody with this saying. But you have to pretend like your legs are just like paralyzed and just kind of let them <laughs> just kind of like fall in. You know what I mean? Because you can't move around once you're in the truck. It's over. There's somebody in his S10 with his feet falling asleep right now. Pissed to hear that. Well, you know, he understands because he's in a single cab first gen S10. There's no room in them, especially with yeah. the Cyclone seats. They're thicker. They try to have bolstering. It didn't work. They don't it's, know what they're doing. It's an interesting vehicle. I've never really been around them at all. Cyclones. I it's, can't say uh, I know much about them. I know you were saying that the motor's actually unique to them. Yeah. That sounds like it actually make things more difficult. It's a it's a thing where you don't want to meet your heroes, you know? You like it. I was totally fine having it sitting in a giant garage for the rest of my life and never mm -hmm. driving it. Mm -hmm. That is no longer an, an option. <laughs> so I have to do something with it. And in this case, it was take it to Florida. Well, that's how my CTSV is. Yep. I'm, I'm okay with looking at it all the time. Yeah. I'm okay with that. It, it makes me happy to look at it. And it's it sits fun inside. fun to drive. And, yeah. It sits inside, but it's fun to drive. I drove it to Sick Week also. I didn't even know it was there. We should have taken a photo. It was out in, the, out in the parking lot. We should have taken a photo with them together. Yeah. They, not only that, I would have liked to have been in it because I've never been in a V-Wagon. Well, you would actually... I hate the seats. I hate them. You got Ricardo's? Yes. Mm -hmm. They are insanely uncomfortable after like 15 minutes to Oof. me. Wow. My wife doesn't care. She's like, they're great. They're comfortable. I don't know if it's the way my back's built, <laughs> but they get miserable very soon, like very quickly into driving it. Okay. Interesting. So I know you have back issues, neck issues. Well, I do. Yeah. I had some, some breakage. You might not enjoy it. Okay. Which All is, right. they have them with base model seats. Those are probably great. Yeah. And if you're not road coursing it, you don't really need bolstering. Do they have holes for harnesses and stuff in them too? Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. No, they're not that fancy. I do want to go look at that when we're done with this. Yeah, I mean, of course. You you could have taken it for a rip, you know, but now at this point you're just a tire kicker, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, maybe I won't mess with it. <laughs> no, you should definitely come check it out, but you'd be surprised by okay. the seats. They have, like, the bolstering adjusting on the back or, like, the um, whatever it is, the lumbar mm -hmm. adjusting. Doesn't help. Hmm. It it. I'd rather be in a Kirky. I think. Kirkies are shockingly comfortable. They are. I don't know what they've done, but it's excellent. Does anybody modify those Cyclones like extra? Is there fast ones? Is there yeah. like yeah yeah? So Anthony, so are you dreaming a little bit? Are you like no? How are we gonna make a thousand horsepower Cyclone for YouTube? Well, so I have a Cyclone and a Typhoon. Typhoon's the Jimmy version. You have both. I have both. Yeah. So. I have a 93 Jimmy version. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, big flex. it's not that big of a flex. It's it was a meeting flex. your heroes situation. Again, I never intended on driving this Cyclone. Maybe a couple times in the summer and that's it. It'll sit in a garage forever. 
And then the Typhoon was more of like a driver because I can actually fit in it. But, um, yeah, I have them both, and I'd probably rather mod the Typhoon. But uh, I don't know. You can go super far with them, but you end up having to change the engine, and it just kind of ruins it. What is it, like a 4-point something? Or? Yeah, it's a 4.3, like Astro Van motor. Hmm. I see in those people are putting the new six-cylinder, like, LT-style engines. Yeah, have it's called an LV1 and an LV3. Those yeah. are cool. No one's done one in a Cyclone or Typhoon yet, so that's mm. sort of a, kind of like a... I've seen them in I Grand pitched. Nationals, Yeah, and that they look awesome in there, and they right. make awesome power. Yeah. yeah, and that Buick motor sucks. You know, I hate, hate to say that to all the Buick guys. I've worked on one in the past. The, the issues are the same on every single one of them. There's actually one that races Ultra Street with James in a Fox body. It's the Buick motor from a Grand National. Wow. And he goes like 450s. Okay. But I mean, you could put anything in a Fox body and go fast, though. He's the rare exception to the rule. It's just a cool car, and it's weird that you're like, yeah. you put a Buick motor in your Fox body. It's a weird, <laughs> yeah, it's it a weird deal. Yeah. <laughs> but it is cool for that reason, I think. Yeah, that's pretty badass. And it goes 450s in Ultra Street. I don't know. People hate the sound of the V6s. I like it because it is so bad. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not an EcoBoost. Them are horrible. Yeah, the EcoBoost sound like a Grand Prix GTP with a wide open exhaust. <laughs> Have you looked into an inline six, like a 2J? I've <laughs> seen some 2Js before. You've been around a 2J before, right? <laughs> Several yeah. times, yeah. I They're think, not cheap, but... No, not cheap. I think for that particular long. thing, yeah, it's not going to fit. Yeah, there's kind of limited options. and We need again, like a 4J. Yeah. Do you want to ruin it? <laughs> yeah, I would ruin the Typhoon, which actually might piss people off because the Typhoon's actually completely stock, like no, modif no modifications at all, nothing. Well, it's been painted though, hasn't it? It's been painted, yeah. so it's kind of like, all right, not factory It's not paint original. Anymore. What color is it? Black. Mm, I don't know if it was one of those yellow ones that are just like, you know what I'm talking about, that yellow that <laughs> yeah, they came in? so ugly. It is just, it is so loud. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that color like, is loud. <laughs> there's like teal too, which is sweet. Like the forest green is sweet, like all those 90 colors, but I don't know, I'm in the black. <laughs> the yellow is the... In my opinion, the least desirable is probably the most rare, though. Of course. For good reason. Yeah. yeah, it's like anything, you know. It doesn't matter that no one bought them when they came out and they weren't cool. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're cool. There's, um, I think it's called, like, Plum Crazy something purple. Mm -hmm. It's not Plum plum Crazy, but it's something around there, Plum Metallic. And there's two CTSV wagons in that color. Just two of them. Ever. In this purple, yeah. Wow. Factory. Yeah. Factory purple like metallic color. And Imagine do you know where these are at? <laughs> I don't know where both. I mean, I, there's a whole list of everybody that, like, there's a registry for CTSV wagons on the forum. Okay. I don't I don't know where they are at, but some of them made it overseas, which is cool. Okay, that's So that means there's less in the U.S. So yeah. hmm. inherently it's more valuable. But, I mean, do you guys have a registry? Do you talk to other Typhoon owners? Dude. It's a huge thing. We do now. So the guy that runs that sport machines place in Brooksville, he's the admin and the owner of everything when it comes to Cyclone Typhoons. Hmm. So he was pulling out documentation and things that he's gotten from people that you can't even get. Sounds like I should have him on. This guy could talk oh, for yeah. hours he about Cyclones and Typhoons. Just about Typhoons he, and all their quirks. And he had 22 of them on site. Isn't there only like <laughs> twenty two hundred? That's a huge yeah. proportion of them. Ten percent. You know? <laughs> yeah. Who knows what's left, right? Because you more than GM know. ever had at the plant at any one time. Yeah. Literally, I think that's <laughs> at the his case. house. And he's got everything in stock, like 
factory stuff. He like lays out a complete truck. So like if you're missing a screw in a kick panel and it's this length, he has that screw. That's very bins and bins and yeah. bins of every screw and every bolt. Huh. It's nuts. So you guys got to fully restore that thing top to bottom, soup to nuts. He or? wanted to. I mean, yeah, you know, this guy is hardcore. But Hard I, to keep I mean, people. He knew that, that that bolt wasn't original. Like, yeah. He wanted to take it out and put an original bolt in. Like that's how how dare you? <laughs> I totally want to do that. <laughs> how dare you? Too much effort. I have bolts. Uh, I have bins of different brands, bolts and nuts. That's about the best I got. You know, I got like Nissan, yeah. Chevy, Toyota, because they're all different thread pitch. So if you try to bomb like a Nissan bolt into a Toyota block, it's going to be a bad deal. Yes, yeah. super bad deal. And sometimes like that's like, a, oh, it's an M16 1.75. Like who the hell makes that? Yeah. This 1.5 looks pretty close. You go to bomb it in, cooked. Yeah, exactly. And then yep. different chassis have different things. The Mustang's got all shit bolts on mm. it. And it gets tough. So, I mean, you have to think about content creation, though. Right? right. So you have to start thinking about the vehicles that you have and how to ruin them for people's enjoyment. Yeah, this is like a whole new aspect of what, of what we're doing, right? Because, you know, with the previous channel, things just were slow and built up slow and normal. With this channel, it's like, okay, I've learned so much. And I have all these things, like, what do we do? You want to hit the ground running. And I right. think we did a pretty good job hitting the ground running. Yeah. But it's just a matter of really finding out what makes sense. And the automotive community is humongous. And, you know, you know, you came up in it. There's more yeah. people in that community than I think anything else on YouTube. I would say it's pretty big. Yeah. You know, it's probably one of the bigger communities. It's also very, um, it's big community, yeah. I would say. What were you gonna say? I was just thinking about how like um, there's all it's it's very saturated at the same time. It feels true. true. You know, yeah. like there's only so many different projects you can see, mm -hmm. and like it almost feels like there's a race to do them all. Right. It's but totally if you bring true. a totally different vibe, yes. like we've got going for on, for sure. Yeah. You can do that a hundred percent. You either are interesting because you're building a unique project, or you're interesting because people like you, and you could build anything. Right. I didn't think I was either of those. But then we put videos out and people started liking them. Because <laughs> I, I had no clue. I didn't know. Yeah. And I subscribed. I appreciate that. Yeah, just so you know, I was like 1,200. Wow. Yeah. So you were one of the ones before a video was even out. Yeah. Yeah, I think we had 5,000 before the channel even went live. When you said it was going to go live at 6, and it went live <laughs> at like 2. We were like, dude, <laughs> we got to do like, this. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> sitting on this video. Like, what am I, I doing? Like, what a weird way to hype a video. <laughs> <laughs> All the stuff he's learned. <laughs> Dude. We wanted to see what kind of traction we'd get. Yeah. I learned was... all this stuff and then I just did something different. <laughs> it worked, bro. I, I mean, know. I'm just... I don't I don't know. And that's very funny you bring that up though, because like it's just like what you said, I had all these things that I learned and then uh, I think most important is just getting the content out. Like being on a schedule is cool. And I think when you have a giant audience, let's say there's like 100,000 people that you can depend on watching this video every time, mm -hmm. having that schedule is important. But when you're in this growth mode and you're trying to get new subscribers, I think getting the content out is yeah. more important. Yeah, I don't think for a channel like that there's any like schedule needed at all. Like for my podcast channel, it's always every Monday 8 a.m. Yeah, that's sweet. But it's a podcast. It's different. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're, you know, Monday morning you expect people to like, download their podcast or whatever but for you guys like you could put it out at midnight and it'll show up in the youtube algorithm yeah and people will see it like it doesn't truly matter the time like somebody yeah. like gary could put it out at any time yeah. any video and it doesn't matter yeah 
but the algorithm's so good now. People hate the algorithm, but it's so good. Yeah, I was reading some stuff about it, and I think there was a thing that came out that said it's only been changed like three or four times. Maybe you came across that, like massive changes well, three or four times. Yes, but also because they changed how you view YouTube. Nobody's on their subscription feed. Right. That, that's Nobody scrolls change. through their subscription feed. You used to. I mean, maybe somebody does out there, but they yeah. might be a crazy person. Do you remember on YouTube, and you guys I'm sure both remember this, you click on a video, and then the recommended videos on the right side of the frame were like you would just get deep into the craziest stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, here's a guy levitating frogs with magnets, and like three three clicks in the different videos you're watching, the Hutchinson effect or whatever the hell it is. And I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm learning about UFOs, and I'm getting deep and all sorts of stuff. Suddenly it's 5 a.m., you yeah. got your tinfoil hat on. Yeah, I might need to bust it out, dude. I'm talking yeah. conspiracy theories quick. I keep them close, Justin. It might protect us even being over there. I don't this, know how they work. This room is lead painted, so we're good. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make it like a Just reduce Faraday the IQ box. of everyone coming. <laughs> you know, that's why they did away with lead paint in oh. houses. Not because people were getting sick. It was because they couldn't beam you know, beam through it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, think about this. They're still using lead in fishing. If you know anyone that does anything with fishing, like lead shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're, you're touching that stuff all day, all the time. Yeah. What fishing. do you, you have to bite the thing to, yeah. Where, who's you have to bite that? the uh, weight to, yeah, to, to clamp it, on it onto the, yeah. the thing. Oh, yeah. The, line, the yeah. lead weight. <laughs> or you'd hold them in your mouth, like right. as you're like setting it. Right. And all of a sudden, this dried paint with 1% lead in it's a problem. Exactly. Hmm. Get them hats out, Coop. It's time. Exactly, <laughs> dude. And they didn't want houses painted with lead because they wanted to be able to beam um, radio waves right into you. Not only that, right. but the Wi Fi signal in your house can be interpreted into a 3D spatial format. And they can see you walking inside of your house. That's why everyone's got Wi Fi now. I drowned my Roomba the other day. I didn't really? trust it anymore. Dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my Roomba stopped working, bro. It was on strike. <laughs> I, don't, I think it was like the writer's strike that came up, and yeah. it somehow heard it on the TV. And it's like, I'm just going back to sleep. And then I'm just never going to go around your house effectively again. Yeah, mine, I I didn't trust it anymore. You know, I had one of those crazy take YouTube spells where I was going through the spiral. <laughs> just getting super cheap. Like, you, you can Threw see it in the Roomba. pool. <laughs> It they, just grows legs, bro, and takes off. They just start to map your house too much and then trust it. I mean, at this point, I think if we're now suddenly worried about it, it's way too late. Yeah. Yeah, if you look like some people are like, look at all the things on my, like, like you'll look on the back end of a router and you're like, oh, there's 80 things connected to my router right now in my house. Right. Even like my wife got a sound machine for the baby. And I'm like, why does it have to connect to the internet? Yeah. You turn it on and you turn it off. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Like, well, yeah, but there's an app that you can push it, turn it on with the phone. Yeah. Whoa. It's got to be connected to the <laughs> yeah. Wi-Fi. It's got to be sending a signal. to everything you've ever done in your life? Oh, yeah, sure. Makes sense. Yeah, no of problem. course. Why, why wouldn't you? Right. And then you make everything the same password. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what it is. <laughs> That's where people usually go wrong. I mean, passwords are a joke these days anyway, right? Like, if someone wants to try hard enough to get into what you got going on, I think you can get that done easily. Impossible. Don't try it on me. Please. Do you use the, get the iPhone me. suggested passwords? I've started doing that recently. Sometimes if it's like a bullshit type of login, okay. that you're not going to know that you're not going to be like logging into it a bunch. Okay. You know, like if it's just kind of like a one or two time account that you're making. Mm, I don't but have many of them. No, sometimes yeah. you're going to make like a an account for just like one thing and then you know you're not going to use it again just like 
well, recently I feel like I hit one. Maybe just like a streaming thing. Like if you're like you're doing like one pay-per-view for like some obscure streaming service and you're like, I'm not going to be doing this again. Yeah, pop streams, pay-per-view. Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm just going to watch this one thing. Okay. That sounds bad to say pay-per-view. It was Kill Tony live show. (laughs) People are going to be like, what was he watching? (laughs) I know what you're talking about. It wasn't Freedom Plus. It wasn't Freedom Plus. Shout out to them. They're a sponsor of today's video. (laughs) I'd like to thank Fiji Water. I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. So um, you guys have a trailer with a side-by-side on it. What's the plan there? Well, if you have enough trailer space and you have a truck to tow stuff, you might as well bring everything you got. We we didn't have a truck even. Right, yeah. The truck was borrowed to us. (laughs) 2020 Denali. Super badass. One of our friends back at home. Just an absolute stallion. Yeah. yeah, it did look kind of like mine. I was like, oh, nice. Right. It looked like a lot of people's trucks, turns yeah, out. Turns yeah. out. And that was like a big talking point. <laughs> I don't know why people Ours is, like. Ours is a Denali. Yeah. <laughs> so is mine, dude. I know, you flexed, The other one dude. was not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could get the little sticker and put it on there, but so what's the plan? I mean, because I guess I'm more thinking, like, what are you guys going to do for content? So. What's the, what's the thoughts here on the channel? What are we subscribing for? That's a great question. Why? Why are you clicking on this? I don't know why. I mean, because me and Frank are cool, maybe. I don't even know if I feel like I don't that's know if that's case. true. But I don't even know why you're here. I d- yeah, I, I don't have any cool people in here. That's that thank you. Big facts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we did do some riding already. But the story with Sick Week kind of became this thing yeah. where it was like, man, I don't want to interrupt this content flow with something off the wall that people aren't expecting because we've met a lot of people that got recommended the channel. That didn't have a clue who we were. It had no idea that the side by side blog past existed. Just yeah. had no clue. Yeah, seen the cyclone sitting there. And they're like, "Oh my god, I just subscribed to you guys last night." Yeah, no clue. Hmm. Like a lot of people. Yeah. So <clears throat> I didn't want to like, okay, here's us doing this, which is not going to make any sense to you. That's tough. I mean, then you find yourself in a niche or a lane, almost. I know we're getting to that point with the sick weed content. Like I'm, you know, I'm not thirteen twenty, right? I'm not. I don't have Tom Bailey's editing assistant. So, like, <laughs> we're stretching out the content maybe more than it should have been. But ultimately, I think people are watching for our journey and not so much, like, updates on the event. Yeah, that is that is tough on the Sick Week event because people are, like, scrambling for the video. Like, I stayed up until 5 a.m. to edit this type of thing, like, daily uploads. And yeah. I did that my last two Sick Weeks. How did it work out for you? I think it worked out good for me because if I... My filming style, if it's, like, old, I, I start to hate it. I, mm. I like, I'm like, oh, this is outdated. But outdated to me is, like, three days. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, it feels outdated. It's like, an, it's like pizza rules. Past yeah. three days, you're just not into it. Wouldn't you feel <laughs> like that, though? Like, I mean, if something takes so long to come out, it almost feels like, like you're already past it. Yeah, I mean, if especially... So I have noticed that, and Frank, maybe you've noticed it too, but like the stuff that I'm editing right now happened, you know, a long time ago at this point. Yeah. Wednesday. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it felt it felt like a whole different world ago when it happened. So I see what you're saying completely. That's because sick week, every day is there's so much stuff combined. Yeah, you know? it's like and a week long car we're, party. We're we're not capturing the same things from day to day. We're capturing, you know, we did this at this part of the day. We did this at this part of the day. Like. Yeah. That's what we're trying to go with it. And especially if you try to edit those all into day 
single day videos after the fact. Yeah. So I'm I'm combining the last couple of days together. That makes sense. Yeah. Just so it's a little bit longer format. Uh, give people something to watch that's longer. I think people are kind of trending back towards longer, slower paced videos, which uh, is cool because like the short, fast paced stuff is really hard to keep up with. Yes. And uh, yeah, the story arc's a big thing too. Um, Uncle Chet, way back in the day, put that in my ear and like, you know, telling a story. He had his like Donald Walters thing that he did, mm -hmm. which was like a story and there was a story arc to that. That was a good run. Yeah. And I think, you know, kind of capturing everything, not just random stuff, but having a story is super duper important. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because then you look at people like Sea Boys. No stories. No stories. They do great, but like, you'll click a video and. You know, the thumbnail's like a minute of it, but mm -hmm. then there's like 50 other things that are all could have been their own videos. Not even mentioned Not in the even, title or anything. Yeah, it's almost like somebody made 50 short videos and just combined them like a yeah. compilation. Those guys exist on a different plane, like C-Boys and Cletus and, you know, there's some other big ones, but those are the two I watch most frequently. Uh, man, just the amount of views they get, especially C-Boys. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy their demo is younger so yes. i don't think like and i'm sure you understand this too but like the ad rates for younger demos aren't as high as the ad rates for higher demos so i don't think they're like absolutely destroying it money wise but their views are crazy and that leads to so many opportunities for those guys yeah for sure they're doing awesome with like the creativity side and the yeah the editing and the fast pace and like they're not dragging on any segment Mm -hmm. longer than it has to be. There's think, so much they miss, it's almost a shame. I've heard people say this too, like don't fall in love with like the clip. Like mm -hmm. don't fall in love with like, you know, like you you have something filmed and you want to use it so badly that you like shoehorn it in even though it shouldn't be there. Right. And I think you got to be prepared to just cut things Yep. completely, which is probably tough because they have so many people that like if somebody says something, and they're like, oh, it got cut. Like, you might not be thrilled about that. Yeah, you might not want to, like, speak up again. Have you been around them when they film? I've never even talked to them. Okay. I mean, yeah, you should probably get them on here. They're really cool dudes. They were just down here, but. Yeah, I didn't even know they were here. I think they. For, like, one in secret a lot. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Let's go take this thing to Florida at Hayabusa. That's an exact Charlie. example. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like, you're in Florida for a clip. For one video. And I think they've gotten to that point now, too, where they can afford that type of investment per video. Like when they go out and they, they wreck like a WRX they just bought. Mm -hmm. That's a huge investment per video. Yeah. But it gets the clicks and it's enjoyable. And well, look at the other guy. Yeah. Mr. Whistling? Whistler, yeah. I mean, I mean he's, <laughs> he's a, a unique scenario, plane. dude. Yeah. Like, he flexes so hard, I'm like, how... Do you flex this hard? I know he gets a lot of views, but he flexes <laughs> a lot. I mean, I you know. I enjoy it. I bought his merch. It's expensive. It's really nice merch. Yeah, he ran it yesterday. Yeah. We I tried like to download shirt. the video that I guess are only available through his merch. <laughs> yeah, he I has an like, NFC okay. tag on his stuff. Mm -hmm. And one of them was him wrecking that four-seat Maverick. Did you ever see that, Frank? Maybe we should watch that. Nope, have not seen that. Yeah, it's a four-seat uh, Maverick side-by-side -side that uh, we... You know, not, I keep saying we because I'm still connected to Side by Side Blog mentally. I'm actually not anymore. We'll get to that in a minute. But I uh, bought a bunch of parts for that and just destroyed it with heavy equipment. Hmm. I just jumped it and rolled it over and killed it. It's probably like a $40,000 machine. I didn't even put it on YouTube. Never made it on the YouTube. And it was a great video. I never actually. even saw it like 
photo posted of it or like an ad, like hey you can go buy the merch and watch this video just I just don't think he cares I, I mean he cares but like it doesn't matter probably an industry plant <laughs> yeah I don't know I spent a lot of time one of those it. industry plants dude you know yeah you never hey, hear of that I've heard of industry plants I don't know if that's a real thing or not but <laughs> I think it'd be it hard to plant him <laughs> It'd be an interesting seed to grow over that amount of time. Well, I don't think they, I think they get you as you're rising. Yeah. I, I don't think they start you at zero. I think like they're, you're, the industry comes to you when you're growing and they're like, hey, mm-hmm. we can offer you X success. And then. Are you talking to our friends that are illuminated? <laughs> Should we get the tinfoil? No, dude, it's on, the bro? industry. It's the industry, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. That's what we're but calling it. Cool. There, is, there is talk about the industry plans. I don't think Whistling is one. I was just making a joke. I have no clue what he is, but what I do know is that I haven't, I've spent a lot of time with him, right? Like when we went to Silver Lake with him or did whatever a number of times, talked to him on the phone a lot, can't figure the guy out. Like normally you talk to someone, you know what they're going to say, you know what they're going to do, you kind of get a feel for him. Cody just have not got that from him at all. Like, I I don't know how he's so successful at what he does, but he's mm-hmm. super duper funny, and he's got a lot of wacky ideas, and all of which like work out. It's funny. I've never talked to him. I was around him once, and like he didn't really talk. Yeah, he's not super social. But then in the videos, different guy. Yeah, I, I just, think uh, that's the real him, though. But I mean, he may not have known me. From That's anyone true. else, I could have been just a random fan, which is always tough. Right. In any situation where you were assumed as a fan of someone that you kind of are like connected should with, should be friends with, or like kind of colleague almost, you know, where you're like at the same like deal with somebody. <laughs> yeah, I understand. And that. like, how do you go up and like start talking to them without them just being like, oh, I was a freaking fan encounter? Yeah, what a dork. So I'd rather just not talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you kind of skirt a weird line, you know, and I think you and I are both kind of in that position now. But And, like, I am a fan of his content. I'm not saying I'm not. It's just it's a weird situation Yeah, where you get perceived as just some fan encounter. I've done that with people. It happened to me with um, Tony Angelo. Oh, yeah. I mean, you watch that guy so much. I tried to talk to him, you know, at Sick Week, and, like, we were both doing it together last year. Mm-hmm. I was just a fan. It's just Dang. perceived as just, like, another – because there was, like, a meet and greet line. It's just like, did you wait in it? Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. It's a bad move on my part. Yeah, you should have just skirted the line. That would have also been a dick move. Yeah, that's good. And point. then you're like, oh, this fan just cut the line. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're trying to say is you're never gonna be friends with Tony Angelo. No, that's the that's the cyclone guy. I was just gonna say that's the cyclone guy. Oh so, yeah. yeah, he's got a cyclone as well. Yeah. yeah, there's been a ton of people tagging us in that, trying yeah. to get us to race. It's like, man, I'm not the only guy with a cyclone in the world. Like, there's plenty of cyclones out there. <laughs> yeah, like, if you just get anything fairly normal, people are like, you have to meet this guy now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. This guy is the Focus ST master. Like, you really got to <laughs> check out his car. I don't, I'm not disinterested, but also it's not like I think he's up in, focus. like, Pennsylvania or something. No clue. Way out there for car stuff. After Motor Trend left YouTube, I was subscribed for a little bit to whatever it's called. And I was just like, man, it feels different. I don't like this. I'm out of here. I never subscribed to Motor Trend On Demand, but I never really watched it growing up as much because I was a little younger, I think, for that. Okay. When it was on TV. Okay. And oh, when it was yeah. really coming up on YouTube. I think I was a little before my time. And maybe I was also, like, so edgy I didn't like the 
kind of like the corporate style. <laughs> just so edgy. Yeah, Too dude. edgy. I get that. 17 years old, dude, you know? You didn't watch the roadkill and stuff coming up? Not much. Really? Not much. Dude, that's like a pure inspiration for my entire life's journey was roadkill. I didn't watch it enough. I I like Finnegan and I like uh, Fryburger, but I just I never really watched too much of it. I And then it's one of those deals where there's so many episodes at that point. It's Yeah, you almost don't even want to start it. Yeah. I've it, watched all of, like, Top Gear, though. Yeah. I was it's like, like Walking one. Dead, man. It's just the same story over and yeah, over. You get overwhelmed with yeah. a series being so many, but I guess anyone's standalone. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't watch any of those. What did you watch? Yeah, right? what did you watch? Dukes like, of Hazard. Just on repeat? What about on YouTube? I didn't have internet. What do you, until, well, yeah, but like the last five years. Last five years? Well, how'd you get Dukes of Hazard? Did you have like the little <laughs> antennas that you had to like? Well, I'm talking about growing up. I know, that's what I, I mean though. Dukes of Hazard. Well, you so said you didn't have internet, so yeah. I'm wondering what style TV we're talking here. I don't even know what I watched. Remember like TNN in the morning? I was always outside. Mm. Pedal bikes, dirt bikes. like Big outside guy. Yeah. Then I started drinking beer. It was cold in New York. I didn't want to be outside all the time. <laughs> it's cold in Michigan, too. Yeah, I don't know what you were doing all this time outside. Shoot. Did you have land in New York where you lived or no? Um, my parents had, like, three acres. Oh, so you could go out and do stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I spent a lot of time in the woods. They There was cops called many a times because they thought I was just like, hell, he's gone. He's in the woods somewhere. <laughs> and like, you just get lost in it was like acres. Well, it was, like, three acres, but then it was, like, 500 acres Around. of... Oh. Nature preserve. Okay. Oh. Right behind us with like ponds and swamps and like yeah. hunters were always out there. So mm. they're always worried that like Cooper's out there in all black and he's going to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> Not that the color had anything to do with me getting shot. Just, <laughs> they wouldn't see me. <laughs> oh, man. We've got a hard cut there. <laughs> it was more of like a green vest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you're out in the woods and it's, it's hunting season, it's a legitimate thing. It's a danger. If, if it's brown, it's down. I've heard mm-hmm. that. Like, my entire family's hunting people. Like, they're, when it comes to deer hunt season, I don't know what's in their bodies to make them, like, get jacked up about shooting deer, which is just a woods dog, in my opinion. Yeah. People love it. I don't really feel I'm not that. a hunter either, but I've always had this curiosity, like, okay, you're gonna you're shooting for, you know, the front end of the deer. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that's, the chest area. If you can see that through your scope, <laughs> how can you mistake that for a freaking person? Small child. Dude, people get shot all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, and I wasn't going to wear orange like a freaking nerd. Yeah, no kidding. Like, what? <laughs> look like too edgy, bro. Yeah, exactly. Or like we'd be out there on like a dirt bike or a quad and they'd be like, you better be careful. I'm like, it's a loud ass vehicle. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so weird, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I understand hunting at one point was really important because you needed food, but like... I, the sport of it, I just don't understand. I'm not saying I don't like it or don't respect it or whatever, but I just oh, have I never venison. gotten it. Venison's good. Yeah, yeah venison great. is good. And, yeah. uh, I mean, if you're killing something to eat it, I got no problem with right. that. But I'm not going to go sit in a tree stand just to, like, I know. The camaraderie. Hang out. Yeah. So I yeah. never got into hunting. But, I'm like, I thought about it one time, go sit in a tree, just collect my thoughts or whatever, which I don't <laughs> have many anyway. <laughs> Obviously, easy to collect. Dude. Yeah, it was ten minutes in the tree stand, and he was done. <laughs> I think, collected them all. I was like, "All right, the sun's up. Uh, where's my dirt bike? Like, <laughs> yeah. We're going." Well, and the hunters hated you because oh, yeah. you're ripping a dirt well, bike yeah. down. So, <laughs> growing up, we had I had two tracks at my house. We had a couple acres, you know, a bunch of acres on the farm. I would ride dirt bike before school, 
So wait, wait, before school? Before school. I was getting so you'd ready. go to work smelling like a two, or not, not to I work to, to school smelling like a two-stroke? You definitely wore, like, the boots, the riding boots to school. At least no, I, I mean, I was cooler than that. I feel like... Too edgy, bro. Or brought the helmet, even though he took the bus. <laughs> no, actually, I drove. I feel like some people did that. <laughs> you, drove the, you drove the bike to school? No, I had my own truck. Because there were some people that did that in my school. Yeah. I feel like they... Yeah, I went and got my farm license, so I was 14 in a couple months and had my license, had a truck. My grandpa helped me build. Super cool. You drive, so what truck was it? You drove to school at 14? This is news to me. Yeah, it was an 88 F-150. Straight six. Bring which the dirt bike in today's in world is like the coolest motor on the planet. So maybe we should try and build one of them. 300 straight six, dude. Let's do it. Yeah. A lot of cubes. Yeah, so dirt biking before school is a, that's an edgy move as well. Yeah. I My parents always hated the dirt bikes. Because I had to go to work after okay school. With. Had to work after school. So Yeah. And on the farm? What were we doing on a farm? Uh, what did, we what did, kind of farming did you guys do? We just did cash crop. So corn, soybeans, wheat. Those soybeans are rough to be around. All right? I mean. I heard yeah. at Ice Cream Cruise this year the they dust. had soybeans out there, and everybody was dying of just, like, dust. Yeah, the dust is pretty, especially in, like, a like an August night where it's hazy and it's just, the dust doesn't move. There's and no it wind. gets on everything. Yeah. Is there a soybean dust specifically? Yeah. It's nasty. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know this either until I heard everybody after Ice Cream Cruise was, like, struggling to breathe <laughs> because they were inhaling soybean dust for multiple days. <laughs> Poor guys. Yeah. I had no idea. All these soy boys, you know, who's <laughs> eating this stuff. <laughs> Why is there so much soy? <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's eat vegan, dude. This will be cool. Where were we? I feel like we were on a topic of yeah, we're all over riding vehicles. Mm-hmm. We're talking about creating content. I feel like the four-wheeler content is pretty good, though, because... It's pretty budget friendly. Super budget friendly. And like even side by sides are less budget friendly now than they were mm-hmm. when you could like get like a ten thousand dollar, what was it like an Arctic cat or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those did exist. I mean, they still exist. They just actually really suck. Um, but that's the problem. Like now, if you want to get into a side by side, you're like yeah, thirty grand bare minimum, or like a badass. Even one. A, even a quad nowadays is ten fifteen grand. Yeah, There's new quads nuts. are insane. But you can get so many used ones. Like a like an older quad is still pretty good. Yeah. An older side by side is like this thing sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. like ten fit twelve year old side by side is rough. Garbage. Yeah. But yeah, like you can get, you get a like banshee. What, Seventeen and newer probably. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Sixteen. To get a decent side by side. Yeah, because once it's switched into like an X three was when they Can Am started to get good. Yep. Yep. Anything previous to that is a little unreliable yeah they were okay but it's just uh yeah i don't know rough it was just they didn't really have anything figured out they didn't really know what people are going to be doing with these things you know yeah. like so i get it now they just want to do everything with them yeah they want to have the fastest they want to have the smoothest they want to have the most comfortable like man that new polaris expedition is <laughs> top notch frank's in love with that thing it's got oh a cab and stuff i mean that's pretty bougie yeah. yeah, but I guess when you're in the winter in Michigan, you would not mind a just wear a coat. coat. It was awesome. Just wear a coat, or you can wear a coat. Simple. Or you can just get an expedition. They're that good. Yeah, when you're outside <laughs> of things, you know, and you're uh, dealing on your own, paying for stuff, you look at a side by side and you say fifty thousand dollars for this <laughs> thing, just doesn't actually make sense anymore. And to enjoy it, you have to really beat on it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know that that sounds yeah. weird, but, like, you have to be hard on them to really enjoy them. Right. Yeah. So 
you know, it's not like you bought a $50,000 sports car and, like, you keep it nice and clean. Like, and you floor it once in a while. Yeah, like, you have to right. beat the crap out of a side-by-side and break it to actually really utilize it to its peak. It's part of it, you know? So then the deal. you're hoping that your warranty is it. But I think it's when um when banks realize that people take out long, high interest rate loans, that's <laughs> when the side-by-side started to make more expensive ones. Probably yeah. around that same time yeah, that I mean, you could get a $60,000 loan at 8%. Yeah, loan rates, too, are rough right now. So I don't understand how people are affording that, but... Uh, it's just I don't know. It's a it's a whole it's a whole new thing. It's a whole new market. As long as people are buying them, and are able to pay for them, I think the prices are just going to continue to slowly creep up. Yeah, I mean they're they got to reach a ceiling at some point. Mm. But I guess you they said that last time I was here, and they've gotten more expensive. It's yeah, that's not, not getting cheaper. Nothing's getting cheaper. Yeah, Cost I mean, of goods because it's weird because even you know when we talked about my CTSV price, mm-hmm. it's like the price of a side by side. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense no. that you could buy those two equivalent vehicles. So, are you going to race the Super again this season? Yeah, dude. Hard change on topic, but are you going to race? Yeah, the Super again. Is Don okay? So, yeah. Anybody that does know Don Summerton, owner of Accelerated Performance, he uh, had a bad incident in his shop working on a uh, Lexus SC300. Um, it's sort of unclear what happened. But uh, it sounded like a fuel line was off, a relay got triggered, a spark happened, and he was in the trunk area, and gas shot out, and he caught on fire and got burnt bad. So you think about a guy that has, you know, he's been working at a shop since the early 2000s, never had an incident, right? And I think we all kind of get into this mode where, you know, nothing can happen, nothing can happen. Mm-hmm. And then to have a guy with that much experience have something like that happen, it's just... A real eye-opener. And so we are going to race the Supra again this year, which is awesome. Uh, last year there was a lot of tough breaks with the car. And uh, we're also adding fire suppression, <laughs> like a really serious fire suppression to it. Yep. I'm already Nomexed out. I got the gloves. I got the suit. I got the neck sock, you know. Yeah. I'm going to have to get the face thing that goes in there because it is on methanol with a little yep. bit of nitro. So Ooh. 5% nitro. I have a fire suppression in my car. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've always had it. I swear by it. Yeah, that was something that I thought about doing early on with the car, but it required so many other things before then. It was like, you know, this whatever $2,500 investment, you know. Yeah. It can be spent other places. It was but. more and more. I mean, mine, I used it two weeks after I put it in. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I had to pull the bottle two weeks after it was in. My wow. gosh. Yeah, it's quick. The first outing. Is it the FM2000 stuff, or what do you have? Um, CO2? It's uh, it's CO2-based, so it's clean. Okay. Yeah, so, like, you don't have to clean up anything. But okay. even though the car was still running and driving, like, you couldn't race it anymore because now you're like, oh, now I don't have a fire bottle anymore. Right. <laughs> now you got an empty fire bottle, so you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> you almost need another fire bottle, too, in the case Yeah, you need, happens. like, a backup one. Right. But, yeah, I mean, the CO2 is nice because it's clean. It doesn't mm-hmm. get anywhere. It doesn't make a mess, but you can't breathe when you pull it. So yeah, have, that's a scary thing. And CO2 replaces the oxygen in your lungs. So if you do breathe it, it's actually worse. Not fun. You have quick time. You got to get out quickly. Mm-hmm. So Supra still racing it. What events maybe? Yeah, the Supra's coming back out. Um, it was ready to go at the, uh, like midway through last season. But there you was. You guys switched uh, to the single turbo. Yeah, so switched to single turbo. I think, I mean, yeah, last year went to a single turbo. Or no, shoot, in 2022, went to a single turbo uh, for World Cup. Okay. So it's just the 94.9 millimeter uh, precision 
you know, yep. next gen, whatever. And it went, what, 680s, right? Yeah, it went 680 and when it exploded at 1,000 foot. So it was going, uh, I think it was 210 or 211 at 1,000 foot mark. Hmm. So it's probably so it's a high, it's a high 22 <laughs> teens run. You could put a radiator in that thing and take it on six. <laughs> I just had this conversation with Don. He does not want to do any driving <laughs> at all. Well, he just hang out and ride. Yeah, that does sound cool to me, mm. but it's not my car. So I mean, it definitely isn't easy. No, that would be tough with that. It's a dry block, so it'd have to have a whole new engine. Things would have to be changed for sure, but it would yep. be cool. I mean, my tuner alpha was just posting about wanting to do sick week in a car. Yeah. So. I think it's a new thing. It's kind of a newfangled deal. And, uh, it changes the sport a lot, especially yeah. when you have guys like Jeff Lutz and Brent LaSalle out there just killing it. Right. And when, it, and when it's a week long and you see people people repeatedly, you're like, kind of get to know them, everybody. You know, everything was just so chill the whole week. I just yeah. have to bookmark that was the episode's uh, first Brent LaSalle mention. There's been a Brent LaSalle mention on <laughs> all 75 episodes I've done. So that was the one. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I think almost at this point there has been. Do you, it's I mean, close too. The guy's killing it, so it makes sense. It's just hilarious because everybody like I had Clay Milliken, top fuel driver, the last guy in the world you think would mention LaSalle, like, but he is. It's like here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just gotta bookmark, just bookmark that, that oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> Keep checking it off. <laughs> but yeah, obviously what him and Jim Braun did yeah. was insane. Shout out to Jim because you know he's obviously half that team. Mm-hmm. But it, seeing that makes you think, like, oh, shoot, that's really difficult. <laughs> but yeah, I really want to do something similar. Yeah, like you go out there and you you see these A and B class cars, and it's like, man, I understand how much that costs to do, but, boy, would that be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So, And I think people don't realize, too, it's okay to fail. Yeah. It's okay to fail sick week. And I'm not just saying that because I broke on the first one I did. I'm not no. just trying to make myself feel better here in Cope. But there is a ton of cars that broke. Failure is an option. Yeah. Yeah. Always. There was 120 in our class when we started. Yeah. And there was 80. 80 the some the last day. So. And that and was D class. class. Yeah, yeah. Those guys should not break. Right. Dude, in Orlando <laughs> the first day, I mean, you were there. How many oil downs was there? It, there was several times where it was an oil down, reprep, and then another oil down. I mean, those track prep guys are out there busting their balls. The first sick week I did, I oiled down the track. Really? Yeah. Uh, 800 feet on. You're part of the problem, dude. Transfluid. <laughs> Converter seal. Just, I think I remember that. I sat at the top end of the track and just sulked. I didn't yeah. I didn't want to go back. I didn't want to be pulled back. I was like, <laughs> I am horrible person. <laughs> yeah, you feel bad. I felt horrible about it. Dude, I have a funny story about this. I showed Frank the clip. So <laughs> rewind back to 2022 uh, World Cup final, right? The Supra, we're trying to get it done all you year. You talked all that shit to Garrett, right? I did talk a lot of shit to Garrett. Yeah. I and so. it was fun, right? Like, people don't understand. It was like, lighthearted. Not only that, but behind the scenes, like, we're just actually normal human friends. <laughs> but everybody puts him on a pedestal as, you know, if they he want to. He at his event yesterday. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can talk crap to my friend and joke, you know? And everybody gets so angry about that. I actually got a death threat, which is crazy, from a person wearing a Cletus shirt. Anyway, that's probably not representative of the entire group of now it's fans. all of them you think so <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding it's just that one guy <laughs> but anyway so rewind back to world cup 2022 uh do a couple runs things go wrong right 
window flies off, breaks the door. We have someone deliver the doors down to Massachusetts, oh, yeah. swap the doors back on it. Uh, I forget what else fails. doesn't matter. The last run that we did, the water tank exploded, and it filled up the entire cab with steam of the car. And when that happened, the announcers roasted me so hard. Yeah. They were like, he should have pulled right over. That's unsportsmanlike. And, you know, a hundred Hondas that weekend oiled down the track. Everyone's like, oh, okay, you know, that's fine. Oh, Honda. Right. <laughs> but, you know, me, idiot, and the Super goes out, gets water on the track, and I can't see, and I'm racing the T1 GTR full carbon. Like, I'm not just going to start trying to drive around. I'm trying to not die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the like, in straight. The yeah. in-cab view that he has is nuts. It's just... Water yeah, and then steam. steam. It's just solid. I, I do recall that. How he didn't hit the wall to like, yeah, is the thing. Yeah, like just give me a break here, dude. You know, and the first thing I said to the guys when I opened the door before anyone even roasted me, I'm like, it's just water. It's fine. Like, I don't think water on the track's that big of a deal. They pull you out of the car. You're off property. <laughs> Get out of your butt. Well, it happened to Boosted Boys where he leaked so many times on the track that they said, if you leak again, you are kicked out. Yeah. You cannot race anymore. So that's why he went electric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he's electric, dude. Yeah. He's got little pieces of graphite all over the track, dude. The EV guy now. <laughs> that thing was wild. Yeah. That's a crazy He won. Uh, yeah, he won the electric Dragon class. Yeah. Dragon <laughs> Drive last it was by And Wyatt won the rotary. I know. And they're both the only. <laughs> hey. Those I are give participation trophies. <laughs> yeah, but they chose those cars on purpose. I know, I know. They have, like, these sick freak rules that they give, like, sick freak awards. And if you have, like, a unique combo, like, there's, like, fastest diesel or yep. fastest. Yep. Like, there was one electric car and one rotary car, and mm -hmm. both happened to be boosted boys. Well, Good they knew what them. they were doing. Yeah, I mean, hey, they got a trophy and I didn't. It yep. wasn't like that was easy for them either, especially Wyatt. Like, that car is <laughs> fragile. Made it seemed kind of easy for Kyle. Yeah, well, yeah, you just got to find a place to he charge. He kind of just drove it and yeah. charged it. <laughs> not, not to take too much away from him. <laughs> right. He did have to roll the lips on the fenders, though. Oh, yeah. So cheetah mode yes. would work, mm -hmm. which, I mean, that, that was what? Well, 10, 20 minutes. He actually didn't need to because he didn't need cheetah mode. It's a good point. He could have went any speed. It's a great True. point. They could have not even floored it down track. Hmm. And still won. It was funny, though, watching that van on the line the last time. Yeah. The van just sitting there, and it just dropped like three inches. We're like, Frank lost his mind. I'm like, what's going on right now? <laughs> it is a cool car. I really like that van. I'm not trying to take anything away from it, but it is fun to poke fun at. Yeah, he's yep. he's really doing a good job with that. I think that's a transformative project for him yeah. in that channel. I'm curious what the next step is, though, on it. Because, like, what do you do? You can't modify, really. Yeah, you're kind of done. Yeah. Keep using it. I mean, use that spectator drags. Yeah. He, thing was crazy. He took a dive for Garrett. That was nice of him. Yeah. yeah. He was right out in front of him, and then I saw him hit the brakes. I saw it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to win your own races. At your own <laughs> but you guys raced the stacker race, right? <laughs> the stacker race was, was nuts. nuts. Wow. Who was up top? Who was bottom? I was up top driving. I would have considered up top if there was two things. A, a cage. Maybe they don't want me saying that. And B, headroom. There's no headroom at all. Frank barely had headroom. He's yeah. not tall. How is there no headroom? Aren't they just regular cars? Oh, no, because the, the, the back person's in the back. back. Yeah. yeah, the steering wheel The top person's up. in the back, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So all you can see, really, is the car in front of you. You can't see anything. Yeah, you see nothing on the ground. Yeah, you see the stacker car in front. What car were you in? He was in, was it a Focus? Because bottoms are uh, Crown Vicks, and then tops yeah. are, like, something else. Yeah, yeah there, was there was a Saturn, a Focus. Yeah. I also took note of the Saturn. 
The Saturn's a light car. Also tin can, so, hmm, pass. Well, they're plastic, a lot of them. Yeah, the doors are plastic. I'm a big Saturn fan. Really? Yeah, that was GM's biggest mistake was cutting that brand. For Pontiac, me, let it go. I don't care. Mm. Saturn got me. Holden, don't care. <laughs> the entire Australian market, <laughs> F you, dude. Well, I don't care, personally. <laughs> Why would it affect me at all? That's a good point. No more Utes. Never had them to begin with. But, yeah, so how was that, that race? I mean, you guys are in. Yeah, for me, it was, I mean, I've been on that track a lot over the years. <clears throat> so I know kind of how to make a Crown Vic work. And it took probably three to four times more concentration because you're not steering. Mm-hmm. And then it almost makes you feel like I don't have to pay attention. Then it's like, oh, my God, I have to pay attention because I'm in control of this. But then you're also not in control. I don't know what it was like. Yeah, you just have top, gas though. and brake yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. But you don't even have anything to hold on to. No, I held oh. on to my GoPro. It was just, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> That almost seems weirder. Dude, it was so weird. <laughs> What was it like up top? And I'm stretched right out as far as I can. Like, the seat was built for somebody else. Just, just to grab the steering wheel. I wonder who it was designed after. <laughs> yeah. Garrett sits in every one of them. Here's oh, good. Brother. <laughs> well, he oh, wouldn't have fit guy. in this one either because my head was hitting the roof. So. Yeah. They were just trying to keep Garza out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he's actually banned after the, after the van He didn't thing. even show up last night. I think he got turned away at the gate. <sighs> Rough, dude. Yeah, after he... Drove head first into a wall in a in a bus. Yeah, they were like, you didn't try to turn or anything. You just right into the wall. Cars is a special guy. I really, really, really like him. I don't understand how he drives things. I just don't get it. He's got I'm a not kid saying now, it's so right maybe, or wrong. Maybe he'll be a little calmer. Is the kid popped? Well, he's up? been riding yeah. dirt bikes. So. The kid popped up. Yeah. yeah, Austin. Yeah. How do I not know that? I, he's on our Snapchat. Thought you liked him. No. I don't know. I don't operate Snapchat. You were friends with him. I am friends with him. Do you guys uh, use Snapchat a lot? I hear a lot of people are making good money on Snapchat. Yeah, we just had this conversation. Yep. It's like, I've heard Parker uses it a lot. Mm-hmm. He's like the only one in like Roman Atwood. And yeah. I don't know who's use, who's watching these Snapchats. I don't know any of that because I don't know anybody that's on Snapchat looking, but I guess there's a lot of viewers. I mean, We don't know how it works at all, but we're accepting everybody that's you know, trying to be friends with us yep. to try and grow something. And I don't know how you're going to turn it into. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how to make it a public page. Like there's when you start something new, right, we'll just start there. You have to secure everything yeah. before you go public with anything. Right. So I have all these accounts secured, trademarks, copyrights, all this crap. But when it comes to actually utilizing it, you know, it's like buying a set of tools. What am I going to ever use a T47? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm trying to find the bolt to use it. I have no clue, right? The Snapchat thing, I have no clue. Yeah, I, Post I haven't to it. I don't know. adventured into trying it because I'm like, I, I, I don't know if I could handle another social media platform. I think it's one where you can just puke onto it, though, and it's good. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I mean that and not in a disrespectful way. Like, there used to be apps that would post to everything, but I think they got rid of those. So now you have to like specifically post to Snapchat from Snapchat. Yeah, that makes sense. But then you yeah. have to think when you're doing something to open Snapchat. I know. That's which not is a something tough I one. Do. I will not think like that. Yeah. I don't even think to film things to begin with. And that's what <laughs> me and Parker were talking about, where yeah. you are the film guy. <laughs> that's all I think about. Like you right. think about filming things yeah. and that's the that's what sets apart um like different types of people in YouTube is the people mm. that can make make good content 
but never think to film it. Right. And then there's the people that film things because they love to film things and document things. Yeah. If you have a good combination of likes to film and you also have cool things to film, or at least you're interesting while doing it, I think that is what creates a good channel. Yes. You have to have the balance. Because like you said in that one with uh, in, the, in the podcast with Parker, there's people doing badass stuff that never sees the lens of a camera ever. Mm -hmm. And it's just such a shame. I mean, you go walk around like the pits at yeah. a drag strip, and all of these people with much faster and cooler cars than me aren't even posting them on Instagram or Facebook or, like, anything. Like, right. you don't even know. And I'm like, man, that's so crazy to me. Yeah. How did you even know about this event if you don't know that this is how the event got started? They yeah. just don't even pay attention to that stuff. They're just like, oh, I'll just build my car. Right. I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm such a freaking whore with... <laughs> you know attention yeah you almost feel uh, i'm like weird. you need to be posting that to people yeah. and then i'm like wait why they don't care <laughs> like yeah, I don't that know. person doesn't care to post it but maybe that's my broken brain of i think publicity. it's just yeah yeah it's just the the difference in mentality you know because people have been doing cool things for a long time and it wasn't until you know the guy had the vhs camera on his shoulder where things really changed you know 80s right. Well, once YouTube started, it became where you can actually share it with people. Yep. And filming things without sharing them is a little boring, in my opinion. But That was my whole life. See, up you until... don't even... I, like, my wife gets on me all the time. She's like, why didn't you film that? I'm like, what am I going to do with the video? Oh. It's usually my kid, unfortunately. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just not happy because I don't film enough. I saw CJ stare at those nachos earlier, bro. That was so cute. Bratty was holding them, and you just pulled the nachos out, and he's just <laughs> right out of dude. And they were good nachos, so, you know, I don't blame the kid. Yeah, we just ate, but had those nachos came out and I was hungry, yeah. I'd have been having a plate of them. Those looked I'm fire. not going to say my mouth did get a little <laughs> Yeah, wet. I was feeling a little something, dude. <laughs> I'm a pro. Yeah, so I mean that's the that's the difficult part is like the guy that's thinking to pull out a camera. Yeah. And working on cars and filming is even harder than anything. Super hard. Yeah. And I think that's something like me and you kinda know, like, oh shit, we're doing something. We gotta grab that camera. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing that all the time. Like uh I'm always like I don't even think about doing it. This came across in my mind when I was in Orlando the first day is I'm going to, like, video something, and I look where the sun's at just without even thinking about it, just so I have good lighting. And I thought, wow, I haven't done that in a while, hmm. you know, because it's been so long since yeah. I've, like, had to live and die by a camera, <laughs> you know? And I just, I'm like, whoa, this is ingrained in my head. That was, yeah. like, a muscle memory reaction. Thinking to like, about thumbnail. Yeah, yeah, or just anything, you yeah, know? Thumbnail. You know who's obsessed with thumbnails? Garrett. He's been, I mean, I don't. I won't say much. He's obsessed with them, like, just in general. He's always yeah. been. And not even, like, a bad way, just, like, it's one of those things that he likes. It's like, a fun thing to work on. Thumbnails are really cool. Uh, yeah, I, I like his what he's doing recently with the faces. I think it's faces. so silly. Yeah. I love it. It definitely adds something to him, but it's funny. It's, like, the true YouTuber style Yeah. <laughs> to add your face to the thumbnail. I mean, I don't know. I take it akin to, like, video games, right? When you see, like, an advertisement for a video game, sometimes at the bottom it says, not in-game footage, right? And you're like, well, why the hell are you showing me this if this isn't going to appear in the video game? I kind of feel the same way about thumbnails. Yeah. I usually, like, 90% of the time take a screen grab. So, and I don't want this to be, like, not representative of the video. That's so, what I usually do, too, because I don't think to set up, like, a <clears throat> dedicated thumbnail. Right. It's, like, kind of tough to, like, plan out your thumbnail. Right. Most of the time, the screen grab is the interesting part. 
Yeah, exactly. There's, I was on X the other day, Twitter, and there was a video game ad, and mm-hmm. under it, it had a community notes that said, this is not actually in-game footage. Like, the what ad, the hell's the point? The ad got community noted, even though they're still paying to advertise. They Crazy. got hit with, like, a community notes, which is so funny. Like, I would have taken the ad down at that point. Yeah, like, man, I'm a dork. <laughs> yeah, I really, really screwed up on this one. It's like it's like if we advertise a YouTube channel but just use, like, old OCC footage. Yeah, this is not actually in the video, but, you know, this is a pretty cool clip, right, guys? Yeah, it's a great, it's a great rendering, yeah. <laughs> even though it's not at all. Right. So how do you want to talk about your uh, your deal here? I don't know. That's an interesting question. Um, Maybe that wasn't the best segue, but here we are. Oh, segues are good. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, a hard cut type of guy, you know. Start, <laughs> the, clip, start the in the YouTube clip now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we can work back. So the most important thing to me is that I continue doing what I'm doing, right? So uh, when that opportunity to continue doing that ended, it was like, whoa, that's a pretty big blow. And what people didn't know is that. Um, so I officially stopped. I have to be careful how I say this. Officially stopped being around those people like right before Thanksgiving last year. And what people didn't know is that I was in Florida prior. People know that, right? Did Les Mots, did all this stuff, went oh, to Renner's you? Compound. Yeah, had a great time, did a burnout in Hell Force. Frank was there on his own, just with a friend. Didn't even know he was going to be there. And, you know, Frank used to work for Side by Side Blog, quit way back. And uh, when he left, he was so excited about the reception of what happened at that event because he was a part of it. He was helping out behind yeah. the scenes. I got a little special access, you know, it was kind of cool. Yeah, because we don't people Did a big old wheelie the across and the burnout pad and the golf cart. That was cool. Yeah. Well, there was interesting speculation because also Rich was there. Right, yeah. So it was kind of an interesting... Yeah, Rick can do whatever he wants. More power to him. I hope he continues doing what he's doing. Uh, but when Frank left Florida, he was so excited. He's like, I'm going to fire up a YouTube channel. I'm going to do this with one of his friends. And then when I got home and found out I was no longer going to be with those people, Frank and I bonded at the event. I'm like, dude, this just makes sense. <laughs> and so soon after, we had just like a nice meeting. And it's like, this is what's going on. I have to keep doing YouTube because I found out something that I'm actually good at. I spent a yeah. lot of my life yeah. doing things I wasn't good at and spending a lot of time and wasting a lot of money, especially through you know college. Not saying college is a bad thing, but it just doesn't work for some people. It's, it's a business. Pretty bad. And that's the worst <laughs> part about it. And so uh, it just was a no-brainer. And I told Frank, this is what's happening, and I want to do something. And he said, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting timing for sure mm-hmm. because as Frank was trying to – wanting to do his own thing, and I don't know your level of filming and editing skills. Well, I had a small YouTube channel before I met these guys. Okay. So. Yeah, some of his videos have done pretty good oh, over okay. the years. It was just yeah. like random clips of him being – Crazy Frank. Yeah, mm, but okay. yeah, I'm just very well known at certain places from the motocross theme and everything. But yeah, um, so you have I'm your just skill not a, set. I'm just, yeah, I'm just not a editor kind of guy, I guess you say. Yeah, you gotta. You, I mean, you have to be like a really special person to be able to do it all. I can't do it all, you know. Like I'm not that good in front of the camera, mm. and you need to have someone you're doing it with. Otherwise, it's very difficult. Looking at you, Coop, it's hard. 
You're speaking right to me. I know. <laughs> I do uh, this by yeah. myself, and this is a little different, though. Yeah, this is different. Uh, but yes, I mean, obviously, I think I have 350 videos mm-hmm. of just me it's filming, weird. editing, building cars. Yeah, it's really Granted, hard. Granted, I have Bronte, which is very helpful. And I now reproduce, so I'm working on the second level. <laughs> second help, you know, helper. <laughs> yeah, take you know, over the reins. Just to help hold a wrench here and there. But, I mean, yeah, it's it's tough. There's definitely the ups and downs of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was, you know, I don't know. It's hard to really address everything in a in a good way because there's just so many unsolved things still. Like the position that everyone's in is unchanged at this point. Yeah, and you were owner. So this is what makes it interesting, right? Founder. This is something I did. Well, yeah, sure. That can be argued, and I'm sure will be. But... um. Not in a room like this, I'm sure. I'm sure some people have a coat on when they <laughs> yeah, do it. I, I hope that isn't the case. Because, man, it's just the, the dragging out level is, is not great. Anyway. Um, but yeah, you so wouldn't want to drag it out. I, no, I don't want to drag anything out. Yeah, there's no reason. Like, there's no financial benefit to drag anything out. No, there's no. Only people that benefit that are in that situation are your lawyers. And then it takes the focus off what you need to focus on. But so to get back to your point, um, when Side by Side Blog became a business in 2018, my wife was the other owner. So it was a third, third, third. Mm -hmm. And she was a third owner. And the reason behind that was because at the time and still to this day, I spent a ton of time in college and racked up a ton of student loan debt. Sucks. It's not good for your credit. It's not good for your life. You just try to figure out something and do something and you drag it out for so long and uh, you just end up with a huge amount of debt and it seemed to be like that was going to really inhibit this business if I'm on it, right? If we need to get a business loan or whatever, they're going to look at me and be like, man, that's, you know, this guy's got... X amount of monthly payments that you have to make. Right. It's got bad credit. I, you know, went through a million different jobs before Side by Side Blog was a thing and uh, it just made sense and that was... The inevitable reason why I was essentially able to not stay was because a majority decision was made to by out, other by other people to get your wife out technically well to have me not be there yeah, yeah. so me not being an actual owner yeah. is how that was possible but you said it was your wife that technically no right? she legally owns everything yeah. oh okay it's all her interesting so. so. It's a little bit interesting. It's weird. It's tough. a hairy deal. Yeah. It's a super hairy deal. And uh, I'm not lawyer enough to understand everything, I guess. It really just overcomplicates something that shouldn't be complicated. And it uh, makes it really difficult for no reason. But it also puts a weird situation where now there's a 50 50 ownership of something. Well, not, I mean, not yet. Yeah. Well, there is going thirds. to be, but I, I, I guess I don't, I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah. I guess I was just imagining now 50 50. So decisions become. Hard. Unless some decisions like, are always hard. Alan told me never be 50 50. 51, 49. Yeah. 50 50 gets weird. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, there's a lot that you could say. And again, like, I've thought a lot about this. I spent a lot of time alone. I've spent tons of time reading. I've been all over the place mentally with everything. And like, deep down, 
not actually mad, right? I know that's crazy to imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that said, oh, I'd be, you know, super pissed, this and that. And people that were pissed that are close to me. <laughs> but uh, I'm just not actually mad, and I don't want anybody to do bad at all. Yeah. Like, you know, I wish the decision was handled differently, and I wish that, um, you know, there would have been more of like a let's talk about it, not let's just make a decision and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at this point, there's no, like, there's no more relationship and never will be. Do you think that there's a bit of a financial burden taken off your back? Um, because I, no. I don't think anybody, everybody knows that you guys obviously have a, had a massive facility. It no, I like loved a, that. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. It was like, it, it's like... Uh, just the responsibility. I love the responsibility. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like almost there's like a responsibility taken off your shoulders. But yeah, I mean, that would just be in the eye of the beholder, I guess, at that point. And it nobody just, else knows the backings besides the three of you. Yeah, I think in general, it's uh, it's a, there's reliefs in certain ways. But then there's huge, you know, mental burdens because there's still people that are there that, you know, I won't be friends with anymore because that's the decision that they've made. And uh, they're now in a place where, like, I feel like I can't take care of them, if that makes sense. You know, like when you work on something so long and generate money and create opportunities and, you know, do all this stuff, and then you don't have that ability to do that anymore, that sucks. But then it's like, man, like, you start to worry and care about those people and it puts you in a position where, I don't know, it's, it's tough. I yeah. thought about it a lot. and uh, Well, it becomes a machine, too. I mean, yeah. that's where it's stressful as well because views have to keep up to keep the machine rolling. And, like, it's, it's a creative thing to keep everybody afloat. Yeah. And once your overhead grows in a YouTube-centric deal, it's mm-hmm. tough. It's, like, a stressful thing. And yeah. I've always tried to keep my personal overhead as low as possible to where I can be as streamlined as possible. So when I think of these YouTubes with big overhead... It, it seems interesting to me. Yeah, I think it's it's like anything, you know. It's like uh, it's like a rocket, right? If it goes, it's gonna go, and it's gonna be awesome, and it's gonna complete the mission. You watched SpaceX recently, or or halfway through, it's gonna explode fantastically. They do that pretty frequently. Yeah, that's yeah. also considered a successful rocket when they only make it halfway there and blow up. Right, and I yeah, <laughs> looking back, I don't you know. Think, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, I don't think. I'm ever, I'm not mad about what happened. I just, uh, you know, it's an interesting new position to be in, and it's uh, there's a lot of disappointments surrounding the situation. But at the end of the day, you know, people can decide to do whatever they want to do and say whatever they want to say. It doesn't make it true. It doesn't make it right. Um, and, yeah, you just have to, like, take the hand that you're given and move on with it. You know, there's been a lot of tough breaks in a lot of people's lives. This is nothing compared to what people deal with all the time so yeah i mean it is a it's a business change and you know obviously a fresh start for you potentially that Mm -hmm. wasn't prepared for yeah not at all at all and i said this with parker and i got a little heat for it thinking i was coming at garrett but i was saying how i understand the situation but people thought i was like attacking garrett even though that's weird you know everybody thinks anything i say is attacking him but 
been there. I understand your situation more than most. Yeah. Because I was part of something from day one that I'm no longer a part of. No matter how the split really happens, no longer a part of it. Obviously, I have a much different relationship. Yep. But it's still a split. And it's tough. It's like that first week feels weird. Super You're like, weird. What the heck is going on now? Like not driving to the same place, mm-hmm. not talking to the same people. It's a weird thing. So I understand that aspect of things. And then you kind of have to like pick up all the parts and mm-hmm. see where you go and look at your own skill set. And you're like, well, what can I do? Right. What do I, I mean, at, and at that point too, it's like, you know, kind of, and it's even, I think it's more difficult for me than it was for you because and I'm not trying to compare it. Maybe, no, of maybe course it wasn't, I, I mean, but like, uh, I had no ownership. So of course right. it's different. Well, like, you know, you play a character for so long and people don't really understand this. Right. And the playing a character is a weird thing to say too. Cause it's not like, you know, I'm out there acting and, you know, rehearsing a script or whatever, but like, you know, you, you're an instigator. I was an instigator. I, you know, received a lot of heat on the channel, which is fine. I didn't mm-hmm. care because the videos were doing well, and I knew what I was doing was a good thing. And uh, you become a person, you know, I'm hands-off on tools a lot because there was people that were better than me, right? So you kind of get, like, this reputation of just, like, being an idiot and being an instigator, and then you start to take that on personally, and then, you know, your people are, are calling you an asshole and a – POS and all this stuff. And it's like, man, who am I? And what really, what, what, who, who am I? Yeah. You know what I, I mean? To figure that out yeah. too, because once you're going to put a different voice to a different channel. Yeah. It's tough. Like, yeah. What's the voice going to be? Right. Yeah. And that's what we were kind of scared of at the beginning. You know, what's he going to, how are people going to portray this? And yeah. It's because I've like, seen a whole new Nick. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, at the end of the day, the person you see in front of the cameras rarely the person that that you know that that person actually is yeah there's a i know people play things up pretty aggressively Mm -hmm. on most parts of youtube and you kind of have to i mean nobody's gonna be like that all the time except for me if you come up to me in person i'm pretty much the same as i am on this podcast yeah the exception to the rule i think (laughs) is definitely you i'm uh detriment to myself in a lot of ways because of that though I mean, and I think you can understand that as well because we've both been a similar persona Mm -hmm. on online. I mean, no, there's no question that I'm not an instigator in any point Mm -hmm. that I'm that I'm in, and you kind of have to deal with that as well. And you've always been good about taking like the brunt of the Mm -hmm. the attacks, which is so tough. I don't know. I mean, you've had to deal with that. It was always fine. Like I never, I never took it personally. Like and you I need different respond. personalities to yeah. clash. Mm-hmm. Like everybody can't just be the happy, fun guy. That right. I mean, not happy, fun, but everybody just can't be like the same personality. It's just like it doesn't work. Yeah, like, you got to have the the expert, the person, you know, actually doing the wrenches behind the scene, the comedic relief, the instigator to put it all together. It just makes sense. Yeah, like watch like, a sitcom. Yeah, and like you look at Sea Boys. You know, they're about as positive as you can get. And you still have Ken, who's kind of like the bah humbug guy, doesn't want to do stuff. And people eventually learn to love that character. I will be honest. I, 
if you line them all up, I don't know if I can name each one. Well, Big Ken, tall guy. I, yeah. I don't know if I can be like, that one's this one. I thought they, they're all just C-boys. There's too many. Yeah. yeah, they're all, yeah. They're C-men now. There, there's quite a lot of them, but yeah. So, I mean, you need the mixed personalities to make it really work. Right. So, anyway, not to get too deep into that at all or, you know, say anything more that I don't want to say, but at the end of the day, it just uh, it left me really like in a bad mental spot where it's like, whoa, like you need to do something. And yeah. like people around me are telling me like you need to do something yeah. because I you're... I called you. Yeah, no, I know. I know. And like I went to PRI and, you know, thank God Don, owner of the Supra, like still wants to do that. And I went to PRI with him and just kind of, you know... There's a ton of people that still know me from side by side blog, of course. You know, there's eight years of my life into that, so that's going to remain. And people are, you know, trying to do like brand deals at PRI. I'm like, ah. <laughs> you know, I'm not even talking yeah. about it. All right, thanks. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But you know, just kind of try to start fresh and uh, get into a whole different community that I liked from the beginning. Car stuff was always like what I loved. Yeah, and you're well-connected into that community as is. Right, and yeah, that wasn't by design. It was just, turns out, everybody's pretty cool, and we all get along and have similar interests and different skill sets and whatever. And uh, trying to start fresh on a new thing is just, it's so hard. It's so hard. I think you're in a great situation linking up the two of you. Yeah, There's already Frank. a huge leg up with content creation, personality, building like a an infrastructure and mm-hmm. a team and like mm-hmm. you both obviously bring different things to the table. So I think that's a big step in the right direction, of course. But again, you have to start from ground zero, mm-hmm. but you already have a name for yourself. And I've actually told this to many people that work on other channels is build up your personal social media right? while you're, if anybody works for somebody and you're just an employee, especially, and you have the opportunity to build up your personal social media, you definitely should because then it's the only thing you can really leave with. Yeah, it's interesting. You know what I mean? Like if, like, you had built up your Leo. Never did. Name a little bit differently. Right. Yeah. In, yeah. In, I still don't Instagram. even have a personal that's, Instagram. Yeah. yeah, and that's something that I think a lot of people could take away from is to kind of have a personal likeness alongside of wherever you're at yeah i think for me i always want to i just wanted to exist as that brand right and not Mm -hmm. really like because i you know you could say what you want but i just don't like i'm not that self-centered i don't need to be a little narcissistic to post youtube videos though oh yeah it's a thing that's it's kind of it's tough because you have to be Mm -hmm. you have to be a little narcissistic to hit upload and think somebody out there wants to see me right and it's a weird kind of deal well, that was a hard button with. to push <laughs> we're, we're sitting there we're like man <laughs> yeah that was yeah. A, that was a real thing to come over that hump but yeah like i always I, I just wanted the brand to succeed and wanted to have that be its own legacy which ideally that will happen um it sucks that you know it's not me steering the ship anymore but at the end of the day like there's a lot that that brand has and and it has to keep going for your friends to. Well, I mean, yeah, loose term there, really, you know. Yeah. Not a peep on anyone. So. 
you know. It's true. Co that's ex-co-workers, perhaps. Is the, I mean, that's not even the right term either. Ex-employees. You know? Whatever it A is. A bunch of them. I mean, yeah, that's unfortunate. That's um, that's tough. I mean, some people don't know how to speak up. I know, you know, when things went apart with me and Garrett, like, mm -hmm. I didn't know how to communicate with James anymore, one of my closest friends. It's hard. I was like, man, like, I don't, like, am I in the wrong for reaching out? Like, am I, like, yeah, you know. Me and James, people obviously have always speculated that James and me were had a riff, but James is yeah. one of my closest friends, right. <laughs> which is hilarious. So, yeah, I mean, that that's tough. It's really tough, and I think, you know, I don't think this is a forever thing. I just think it's like, wow, this is like some rough waters right now. Well, it's a forever thing that you're no longer with them. Yeah, that's a forever thing. Yeah, I don't want people to misconstrue that. No, it's yeah, it's yeah. not a forever thing. That's a thing. forever thing. Yeah, I don't know what the future but, holds for anyone, but uh, yeah, this is what the focus will be forever at hmm. this point. We got our own ship. Yep. Yes. It's a lot smaller ship. She's born nimble. It's got like a 30-horse <laughs> Johnson outboard, you know? We're skimming the small ponds, dude. Takes time to build up the ship. The ship is an enormous ship. You, you don't know? even realize how much time it takes to build up until you step off the ship and you go, holy shit, that's a huge ship. Yeah. But to me, I feel like when you step off and you're like, wow, like, I don't have to steer that anymore. Mm. It's kind of like, it. I know, yeah, it was your baby. I get that. I, I understand the, the desire to want to steer it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's such a hard thing to explain. There's so many thoughts yeah. on it, and, like, I really haven't even sat with myself and, like, came to any conclusions other than I'm just I'm not actually mad. I'm not mad. I think like, that's the best and only real case scenario because, you know, being angry and looking back on mm -hmm. a situation constantly isn't going to help your future. No. So it's kind of like... Yeah, it happened, but like, you know, that stupid saying of cars have a big windshield and a small rearview mirror. Right. That's a good point. It's a stupid saying, but it does make sense. Yeah, what's behind you barely matters. As long as, you know, if you hit a bump in the road, just know the bump's there mm -hmm. next time you go on the road. Exactly. It's just important, but yeah, I don't know. Be more vigilant, I guess, you know? I don't know. Just a, a lot more I could say, but it's just not really worth it, and it's not really anybody's business. Yeah, I think people anything. understand we're tiptoeing around things a little bit here. I mean, at least me, because I only hear. I've only ever actually heard from you. Yeah, well, maybe more calls will be made. Everybody's got my number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only that's heard okay. from you. Yeah, well, you, I called you anyway. You, you so. called me, yeah. for the record. So granted, I guess I made the decision there. That's no, okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, yeah, and like... Just, you know, we'll put it to bed after this. Yeah. But, like, I don't want anybody involved in this situation to have to choose a side. I know it feels like you might want to from what you're hearing or what you're seeing or whatever. But, like, people will say and do anything, right? You could say and do anything. Anyone can say and do anything, yeah. right? Again, it doesn't make it true. It doesn't make it real in whatever and a lot of things are emotionally charged often. And that, you know, comes out of passion, comes out of anger, comes out of whatever. And uh, I don't want anyone to have to choose sides. And I don't want anyone to do worse or anything. Like, mm -hmm. everyone should still be doing what they want to do and should solely focus on... They shouldn't try stopping you from doing something either. Yeah. Well, bands break up. 
that is pretty much guaranteed. Yeah. I don't know of any band that's not broken up over time. Right. And, and gone off and did their own things. And some band members become really successful. Some fade off, unfortunately. Yeah, and if the band gets a new lead singer, I hope they can continue rocking. I don't look at it in a way where I don't want anyone to fail. Like it's, you know, might be hard to believe. Mm-hmm. But I just, it's not the case. I know that the world's only so big, especially the world that we're in. And like, you know, if these people are around, I'm not afraid to see them. And I hope this isn't a situation where that's not mutual. Yeah, I mean, if you go out to like Camp Razor or something, like it's a small. Everything's small. Silver Lake's pretty small. Very small. <laughs> Silver Lake is, yeah, that's a. <laughs> Very small. That's a small pond. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's tough because, and especially the side-by-side community is very tight-knit. Right. Small community. It's not like there's, what, five side-by-side YouTubers, like big ones, you know? Yeah. It's a small group. I don't want any opportunities to go away from either side because of a split up, Mm -hmm. right? It's just not, it's not fair to either, either group. And And, And like the people supporting us, the fans, you say, they don't need to pick sides. No. Just. Watch whatever you want to watch. Yeah. Let, like, your, let your views do the talking. Let your money do the talking. and Or just enjoy everything. Like, you don't have to be upset because you don't agree with someone's decision because there's an awesome chance that you have no idea what's going on. That is 100% true because I've seen crazy comments on my situation that I'm like, you just made up a crazy story. <laughs> like, a paragraph of just, like, inaccuracies and... I don't even bother correcting it because I'm like, yeah. what am I going to try to convince this one guy that he's wrong? And then the chain of, oh, my God, where did you read this? Where, where was that posted? Who said this? Yeah. Comments after that one initial comment, it just fuels the fire. And so you're just in this massive web of, like, literally nothing anyone's ever said was ever remotely close to being true. Yeah. So why? I just don't understand why even bother. You're not. You're never going to actually know because you weren't in it. The so just fan bases can make things more toxic. Yeah. Like the fan speculation. Because, like, it happened with an example of everybody was comment posting Brett's, Brett LaSala's car and Jeff Lutz's car and, like, putting them against each other at Sick Week. Those two people are friends. Yeah. Everybody using those two cars to attack the other car are making them, like, are making, like, a hate-filled thing of for no reason when yeah. they're friends. So, like, there's Wild. these two sides, but then the two people don't actually have any animosity at all. Or any stake in it. They yeah. don't give a crap. They're in a different everything. So, like, that's a, like, the fan base has made that more difficult, which yeah, is I think weird. That comes back down to, like, the social media thing and how it gives a voice to everyone. People thrive on hate. Yeah, and people thrive on negativity and, and comments. And Joe Blow can have one comment somewhere. And all of a sudden, it's taken as gospel. It's like, man, tell you what, Joe Blow does not know. He doesn't. It's weird how that works. Mm-hmm. I've seen that before, too, where, uh, like, the telephone game quickly gets oh, out of hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heard this from someone else, and people on Reddit start to speculate like crazy. Those guys are crazy. Redditors. I mean, it's anonymous, so you can say whatever you want. Redditors are wild. Mm-hmm. That's where things get out of hand. But, yeah, I mean, there's not much left to say. I mean, you guys are going to continue on doing awesome content, moving to Florida, 
Of course. <laughs> it's the inevitable move for everyone, bro. I don't know why. Especially being from Michigan. Like, there's so many snowbirds anyway. Mm, you right. might as well just join the pack. Fly down permanently. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of Michigan is pretty rough. What do you do yeah. in August, though? Yeah. Do you so just hide hot. in here? Yeah, I have a little AC unit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I could do that. Yeah, I was down in July. I don't know if it was a year or the year before uh, doing some stuff with Garrett. And, man. If you can get through the humidity, it's okay. It's doable. You just have to prepare that you're going to change shirts five, six times a day. Yeah. And boxers. You're still a boxer guy, not a boxer brief? Yeah, boxer guy. Mm. Yeah, the um, the ones that Shaq wears in that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Joe <laughs> Boxer? No, no. It's um, the Fruit of the Loom, Hanes. Thing. Oh, Whatever. okay. Whatever, Hanes man. ones, the, the ones that Shaq wears. He sold me. Really? Oh. Yeah. Because you guys are Five so similar in stature. And Very similar right? build. Yeah. I've been mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> I think a certain part of him is probably the size of one of your legs, dude. That's so why I eat Papa up. John's also. Oh, because you're, well, I mean, you're closer to Papa John than Shaq by a long shot. No, he's in all the commercials, and he's like a 10% owner in the company. Yeah, but it's his name, bro. This is Shaq, dude. He's crushing it. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same reason I have the general insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I just know all of his work. I have Icy Hot. Like, <laughs> just know his entire album of I know of all everything. of Shaq's commercial deals. Do you have Shaq shoes from Walmart, though? That's the first question. No, I wear those on clouds. Oh. Yeah. They're pretty. Are you a Hey Dude guy? No. Man, I think Frank might be a Hey Dude guy. I wore them last summer. My feet started hurting so bad. Oh, really? I finally went back to regular shoes. Mm. I hate anything that looks like you're casually dressed. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Khaki shorts. I've seen khaki shirt. shorts. That's all I wear. Yeah, oh, I thought shorts. you were saying that makes sure Like, if you're, like, dressed. casually dressed, not a fan. Hmm. I don't wear flip-flops. Not in public, at least. <laughs> you do have some of the whitest feet, don't a man. I've seen that tan line, brother. That sucker is... It's like I, this. I just don't like I, this. yeah I just don't like the look of being casually dressed I don't know Maybe so if you're on the me. beach you're wearing pumas. khaki shorts and a t-shirt what about on the feet though no flip-flops oh well, I'll go barefoot okay so socks off yeah barefoot okay on the beach but going to the beach is not something I pride myself on doing often but if you're in that transitional state between wet feet and sandy feet you're not throwing on flip-flops nope just put the socks back on <laughs> whoa dude. <laughs> That's crazy. What's the difference? Because the, the flip-flops will allow the sand to come off. No, nah, you just kind of like just captures wipe it. with the sock a little bit and then just like, <laughs> done deal. I still understand it. <laughs> I don't know. And I grew up on the beach. I do respect it, though. Yeah, just, I, I not a casually dressed person. Like, sweatpants, pff, never. Hmm. My dad would have killed me if he saw me in sweatpants growing okay. up. Okay, okay. Legitimately. Like My brother, haven't seen him in... Months. I don't know if he wore sweatpants. <laughs> My dad took him out. He wore sweatpants and flip-flops, and he was done, dude. Yeah. I do hate that. My son wears uh, jogging pants or whatever to school. Like, come on. Give me some blue jeans, son. Yeah, Frank's a big blue jean guy. Blue jean. I have a pair of black jeans. That's about it. That's all I, I wear. That's all he Nick wears. But it's Florida. I don't really need pants. That's I good just point. wear khaki shorts. And it's the same brand. I have 10 of them. What brand? They're, um, they're Volcom. 
I was gonna say Volcom. Yeah, they have the elastic band mm-hmm. the ties. Yeah, the the black jeans I feel usually come. If you see somebody in black jeans on YouTube, they probably started out in the biking or skating community. Mm, okay, hundred mm, percent. Adam LZ, Taylor Ray. <laughs> My jean size just slowly started shrinking the legs. You know, until the stretchy ones hit, and then it's like, oh, these are comfortable. Hmm. These are like ten dollars at Marshalls or TJ Maxx, whatever you guys have down here. Yeah, interesting. I think we have both. Okay. This is Florida, man. Every, there's freaking strip malls on every corner. It's a darn good point. It's horrible. Not have, in this little nugget. They don't though. have a Meyer though. Yeah, no Myers. Anyway. So that, what else? That's enough. I mean, we can wrap that up there. I think um, <clears throat> I think we've had enough uh, heart-to-heart at this point. If you guys have anything else you'd like to add? No. I think just, uh, you know, I want to reiterate that I just hope, uh, you know, the future is bright for everyone. And... Uh, you know, it just sucks. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough, tough world out there. You know, yep. money gets in the way of a lot of things. Let's just go get it done and continue <laughs> going forward what we're doing. Yeah. Money is the root of all evil. It's a lot it's of pretty it. cool, though, too. Like, money's pretty cool because you buy stuff. Yeah. No one's building two Jay-Z Camaros for free. I know. Why do you think mine doesn't have an engine? <laughs> well, the joke is uh, Florida is white trash if you have money, but isn't if you, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Florida's got the two sides of it. Mm-hmm. White trash without money or, like, you know, nice, beautiful beaches if you got money. Yeah, Florida is definitely, like, some of the hardest uh, spectrums, right? Like Strong transition. all the way on either side. Yeah. It's like this road, the houses are $7 million. Over here, double wides. Crazy. Not far off. Yeah. Like you could throw a rock from a multi-million dollar house and hit a double wide trailer. Yeah. The double wide's probably worth a lot of money, though. Nothing wrong with double wides. I actually grew up in a single wide, so, you know, double wide was my dream. I mean, the one with the big tub in the corner, I've been in a couple of those, like in the master bedroom. We didn't have anything like that. that. <laughs> this was Did a... we had for a while? Yeah, I spent my summers in a single wide that was... It's on the beach, but it was a single wide. I mean, if it's on the beach, that's pretty baller. I feel like that negates the trailer aspect. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I like I like to sound more impoverished mm. growing <laughs> up. So people don't even mention the beach then. <laughs> <laughs> so you can really identify. There was needles know? and say it was bad. It was a bad <laughs> beach. <laughs> I went to open the door, didn't even have one. <laughs> All right, we're going to end it off there, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Follow uh, Race, Rebuild, Repeat. They're going to be in the description. Check them out. There's some awesome videos on there, sick week content and all kinds of good stuff. There will probably be more when this comes out in, I don't know when exactly, but that's not for you guys to know about. But it doesn't matter. That will end it off, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Keep us all. See you next time.